Hi there. All right. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to Big Jim's Blogcast Live, uh, version 3.0, episode 202. It is um, Sunday, October 24th, uh, 2021. Uh, give me a minute here. Mm, all right. So there we are. Um, just sharing it to, to a few places. All right. Uh, all right. There we are. Night Rider. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'm here, just here, 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 all right. So, let's see. Uh, all right. All right, yeah, anyways, all right. Uh, this is Big Jim Vlogcast Live, version 3.0, episode 202, Sunday, October 21st, 2021. All right, everything's shared, right on. Um, it, uh, my disclaimer for tonight, I may say a few bad, dirty words like shit, damn, screw, fuck, sorry, go get a Kleenex, go to your safe space, but I'll do the intro now, welcome to Big Jim Vlogcast Live, uh, th version 3.0, episode 202, um, airing on Facebook Live every Sunday nights, the occasional Saturdays, the occasional Fridays, and maybe the occasional 1 o'clock Wednesdays, we're in our third year now. Um, we debuted back in November of 2018. We're based out of Sarnia, Ontario, Canada, bordering Port Huron, Michigan. Uh, Big Jim Blogcast Live does craft beer reviews like this one. Tonight's craft beer is called Mission to Mars. It's by the Grey Matter Brewing Company in King Carden, Ontario, Canada. Um, I'm going to open it. I'm not going to try it just yet. So I've got their, their glass here. So let's see how that pours right on. Now, I'm not going to try it just yet, so, but, um, set her down here. So, anyways, yeah, we do craft beer reviews from craft breweries right across uh, Sarnia, right across Ontario, right across Canada, and hopefully the U.S. soon. We pair it up with a nice whiskey tonight. We're pairing it up with Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey and a nice um, Havana cigar. And so, hold on here. Now, hmm. <clears throat> All right. Ah, good one. Mm. <clears throat> so, anyways, um, we talk about, what do we do? We talk about local events uh, near you, countdowns to holidays, birthday shout-outs to our friends. We talk about retro classic stuff, such as, like, classic TV, like 1, 2, 3, at Season Wonders, um, canceled TV shows before their time, spin-offs. 
of TV shows, um, uh, character actors, actresses, uh, 70s, 80s, 90s, hard rock, classic albums from the uh, 80s and 70s, hair bands, rap, country, top 40, one-hit wonders, forgotten groups, um, classic pro wrestling, like uh, the classic wrestlers, the classic uh, defunct leagues from the AWA, the NWA, WCW, UWF, the, the classic pay-per-views, the tag teams, the stables, the enhancement talent, jobbers, etc. Uh, classic sci-fi like droid ships, weapons, aliens, minor characters from Star Trek, Star Wars, Battlestar Galactica, uh, Space 1999, Hi Crystal, Hi Susan, anybody else out there? Um, yeah, like all that from characters, etc. Um, mm, classic sports like NHL, NBA, hockey, uh, Major League Baseball, UFC, teams, players, coaches, championship series, random bongo solos. So, <clears throat> that's us in a nutshell, so sit back, uh, enjoy the show, join us, say hello. Um, Alright, so, tonight's crap, and yeah, now we're going to get to tonight's crap beer. It is called Mission to Mars. It is by the Grey Matter Brewing Company in King Carden, Ontario, and I am trying it for the very first time. So, let's see here. Mm. Alright. Not that bad. Not that bad of a beer. First impressions, and I got to see this. So let's see here. Um, where else can I share this? Uh, doo -doo -doo. Okay. So, um, all right. There we go. Uh, Look out to all the, uh, I gotta share some Van Halen too. Um, to, okay. Uh, Planet Van Halen, all right. Mm. Uh, all right, Emma, how are you? I see you out there. Um, mm. uh, all right, so. Okay, here we go. Um, all right, what we got here? All right. Mm. Uh, all right. All right, there we are. Okay, just a few more things here. Um, Street Hawk, A-Team. Okay, there we go. All right, yeah. Okay, so getting back to the beer now. Um, it is Mission to Mars. APA is by the Grey Matter Brewing Company in King Carden, Ontario, Canada. Mm. Trying it for the very first time. Okay, let's see. It's a hop-driven pale ale to fuel their journey. Mission to Mars. Oh, yeah. It's definitely pale. Um, mm. Pale ale. Light pale ale. Very hopsy. Um, I'd, I'd definitely say this was a spring beer. You know. Um, spring. You know, spring and fall beer. Um, I give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blogcast. But 
let's go over and I'm chasing it down with Jack Daniels Tennessee honey. Cheers. Mm. All right. Now, before we get to that, I want to say that this blogcast is not spam. Uh, the audio version, don't uh, like us, share us, subscribe to us. The audio version of this podcast will go blogcast. We'll go later on Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Casts. Um, I want to give shouts out to everybody now in the Port Elgin, Sarnia, uh, pop, oh yeah, pop culture groups. Let's see. There we go. Um, all right. Mm, all right. There we are. All right. Okay. It's just, all right. All right. There we are. Uh, okay. All right. Now. Okay. All right. So there we are. Um, yeah, this broadcast is not spam. Uh, it goes out later. The audio version will go out later on Spotify, Radio Public, or wherever you listen to your podcast. So tonight, uh, say hi to everybody in the Sarnia group, Port Elgin, uh, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone groups, the Knight Rider groups, David Hasselhoff groups. Cigar, craft beer, Van Halen, pro wrestling groups, right on. Pop culture groups, the Star Wars groups, sci-fi. Uh, we're going to, uh, like, uh, before we get to some birth, we'll do, we do birthday shout-outs. Before we get to those, uh, local events, countdowns, we'll talk about Rocky Four from the Rocky Anthology. I got the movie on right now. Uh, Knight Rider Season 1, Forgotten Hair Metal Band, Slick Toxic, This Week in Van Halen History. The career of pro wrestler Rick Bogner, best known for the fake Razor Ramon. Uh, Matt Molson, the hockey card hero, and the Death Squad commander, what they do that they're from Star Wars. So, all right. So, anyways, let's get to some, like, uh, birthday shout-outs here, people. All right. Okay, happy birthday shout-outs go out to, from last Monday, Christian Brown, Patty Neely, Deb Thompson, Rod Weed. Uh, from last Tuesday, Tammy Mitchell, Steve Brown. From last Wednesday, Luke Burton, Greg Johnstone, Suzanne Neely, Crystal Weaver. Happy birthday to you guys. Uh, from last Thursday, Brett Kingswell, Matt Mulholland, John Allen Moore. Uh, just this past Saturday, yesterday, Steve, or uh, Pete St. Pierre. Peter, happy, happy birthday to you. And today, Sunday, October 24th, Cindy Durston, Shelly Dudgeon, and Matthew Kersey. Happy birthday, guys. All right. Christian Brown, Patty Neely, Deb Thompson, Rob Weed, Rod Weed, Tammy Mitchell, Steve Brown, Luke Burton, Greg Johnstone, Suzanne Neely, Crystal Weaver, Brett Kingswell, Matt Mahone, John Allen Moore, Pete St. Pierre, Cindy Durston, Shelley Dudgeon, Matthew Kersey. Happy birthday to everybody. Okay. And so, let me, oh, yeah, yeah, let me uh, see if I can, all right, uh, send a messenger, um, all right, uh, gray matter. Mm. Gray Matter Beer Company. There we go. All right. So. All right. There we are. So. Okay. So, anyways, we'll get. Yeah. All right. So tonight's local. So tonight's craft beer is called Mission to Mars. There's the. Uh, it is a. APA. It is by the Grey Matter Brewing Company in King Carden, Ontario, Canada. 
So, and what do we got here? All right, there we go. Uh, yes, I did. So, and trying it for the very first time, washing it down or accompanying it is called Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey. Um, all right. Mm. Yeah, definitely a spring beer, you know. Um, I would venture to say spring, summer, and spring and summer beer with the fall. Mm. Mm. I can't pin it down just yet, but I do give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blogcast. So, all right. So, anyways, we, oh, man. All right. Oh. Mm. <coughs> oh, yeah. Good cigar there. This is a number two Habana. So, anyway, mm, all right. So I want to say hi to everybody. Um, let's get to some. We'll get to some local events now. So, in the past, COVID's really like struck down all the, all the events, live events. But they're coming back. Those buzzwords. Um, they used to be like uh, canceled on hiatus postponed to reschedule, but let's go get through them. Uh, Saturday, October 30th, Two Water Brewing Company at 446 Lindock Street in Corona is having their Halloween party, 8 p.m. till 12 a.m. Prizes for the very best costume. Oh, mm. Mm. Saturday, October 30th, 2021, 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. is Pumpkin Fest Halloween Bash at Corny Corners Farm in 6193 Blackwell Side Road, Sarnia. There's going to be go-karts, there's going to be mini golf, there's going to be a corn maze, there's going to be a giant slide, it's free for the kids, right on. Thursday, April 21st, 2022 is Donovan Woods at the Sarnia Imperial Theater. Contact the Imperial Theater for more details. Saturday, October 30th, 2021, 7 p.m. to 3 a.m., Lady Luck Riders MC Halloween Party, 3 3014 Michigan Line Sarnia. Tickets are 20 bucks each. Limit 100 tickets. Um, for uh, tickets, you got to contact a, a Lady Luck Riders MC member on Facebook. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> Saturday, June 26, 2022, 5 p.m. Blue Water Border Fest with Our Lady Peace and Finger 11, Centennial Park in Sarnia, www.ticketscene.ca. Um, it was a great, uh, these guys, Mark and the guys put on a great Blue Water Border Fest. They pick up the pieces from where Bayfest left off. They work really hard, so i got to give them uh, kudos for putting on a great show. Monday Night Trivia, October 25th, tomorrow night at Black Gold Brewery in Petrolia. Get a team, go there, win prizes. Um, Canterra Park, October 30th. 2021, 4 p.m. till 6 p.m. Sarnia Street Cruisers in the second section of Canterra Beach. They're handing out candy, cars. They're handing out candy. They've got their cars, um, their costumes, and prizes for the best costumes. Saturday, November 27th is the Crop Tour by Willie's Adventures. It's $120 per person. Um, it uh, The limo bus, they've got a limo bus. You can drink on the limo bus. The limo bus leaves Two Waters Brewing Company in Corona at 12 p.m. Uh, coolers are allowed on the bus. They go off to uh, Albuquerque and Corona. So catch that bus. A great time, party adventure. So right on. 
Um, all right. Mmm. Mmm. All right. random bongo solo there for anybody that wanted it um tonight's blogcast before we get to some countdowns here uh we are not spam we go out later on uh ra the audio version will go out later on radio public spotify or pocket cast wherever you listen to your wherever you listen to your podcast so like us share us you know big jim blogcast live episode 202 sunday october 24th 2021 Oh, right on. Mmm. Mmm. <clears throat> Where else can I share this to? Okay. Um. Alright. Alright, there we go. Okay, sharing it to a few more groups here. Mmm. Alright. Mmm. All right, there we go. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right. Mm. All right. Uh, yeah. Alright, so, yep, there we go. Alright, getting a few more in there. Alright, Ann, how are you? Glad to see you out here, Ann. Hey, alright, alright, yeah. Alright, fuck, alright. So, yeah, glad to see you out here, Ann. Uh, let's get to some countdowns first, before we get on to... Alright, Remembrance Day is 17 days away. Halloween is 6 days away. Christmas is 61 days away. Boxing Day is 62 days away. Winter, unfortunately, uh, 51 days, or no, 57 days away. Uh, U.S. Thanksgiving for my uh, American friends watching, 50, uh, 33 days away. And Daylight Savings Time, uh, will we turn the clocks back or ahead? I don't know. Will we lose an hour? 15 days away. All right, glad we got through that. All right, checking out this. What is this? Um, all right, so let me see here. Mm. All right. Mm. 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 <coughs> all right. Mm. Let's see. All thing Van Halen, 1974, forever. There we go. All right. Uh, let's see a few more. Mm. 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 Do, 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 do. Mm, 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 mm. All right. There we are. Okay. All right. So anyways, now we get to Rocky IV in our Rocky Anthology series. Um, all right, well, for all you, Sylvester Stallone, I have the Rocky Anthology right here. 
and the movie I'm watching right now is Rocky IV. Alright, so it's East meets West. Alright, and here's the, some of the cast. There we got the uh, Ivan Drago. Okay, so, alright, well, mm, I'll hold this up. So, anyways, Rocky IV released November 27, 1985. The budget for this was $28 million, but yet it went on to do $228 million. The cast, Sylvester Stallone is Rocky Balboa. Talia Shire returns as his wife, Adrian. Burt Young returns as his best friend, Polly. Uh, Dolph Lundgren is Ivan Drago. That's this hulking gentleman right there. Um, all right. So, now, Carl Weathers returns as Apollo Creed. That's this gentleman right here. Um, Brigitte Nielsen uh, uh, makes her debut as Ludmilla, Ivan Drago's wife, and Tony Burton. He is uh, he plays Duke, is Apollo's trainer. Later becomes Rocky's trainer. Uh, and Michael Pataki as Nikolai Koloff is Ivan Drago's trainer. Now the plot's pretty pretty simple here. You know, Russian boxer Ivan Drago, his wife Kudmila, manager Nicole. Nikolai Koloff arrived in the U.S. to uh, promote Drago's boxing ability, Soviet supremacy. Uh, Apollo Creed challenges Drago, uh, mostly out of patriotism, to a exhibition bout. Rocky trains Apollo. Rocky has reservations about Apollo taking on like uh, Ivan Drago. Um, it uh, the Creed boxing match is scheduled to be in the MGM Grand Hotel in Las Vegas. James Brown drops in. He performs Living in America. There's with Showgirls. Um, the match starts. Rock or Drago comes out swinging. He's kicking Apollo's ass. No, Apollo doesn't want the match to stop. He thinks he's going to keep on going. Um, it, Drago is pummeling Apollo at every turn. Rocky doesn't throw in the towel. Drago unfortunately kills Apollo with one solid punch, um, dead on his feet. Now, uh, they grieve. Rocky challenges Drago to a 15-round unsanctioned fight in the Soviet Union. Uh, Rocky, Polly, and Duke uh, train in a remote Russian camp. Rocky's uh, training methods are basically pretty natural. He cuts down trees. Um, works with what he's got in a remote uh, cabin area. Uh, Drago uses the latest scientific equipment, pumps himself full of steroids. Um, now, Rocky and Drago, yeah, they have, like I said, they've got very different workouts. Um, Rocky and Drago have their boxing match. It goes back and forth. The 15th and final round, both fighters are exhausted. Balboa, all of a sudden gets like his second win back, gets a series of vicious hits, knocks out Drago, uh, avenges Apollo's death. Rocky then gives a victory speech and wins over the Russian crowd and the Soviet premier. Rocky ends his speech wishing a Merry Christmas to his son through the TV. So, um, now Brigitte Nielsen, interestingly enough, was married, was engaged to Stallone. They married after Rocky IV, but they divorced in 1987. So, now, Stallone and Carl, Sly Stallone and Carl Weathers, while training for Rocky IV, 
they were like almost like seriously injured by Dolph Lundgren. Like they could, you know, like, like you've heard the stories about like um, Stallone really takes one for his art. So Stallone took a took a deadly punch from Dolph during their like rehearsal, uh, sending him sending him to a hospital for the eight days for eight days because he punched him in the chest and it ruptured his heart. So, but you know, training resumed. He got better. Um, but he, when he was boxing Carl Weathers, they got really aggressive. Carl Weathers threatened to walk out unless, like, Dolph, like, uh, um, toned down his aggressiveness, aggressiveness and training style because Carl Weathers almost got injured, too. So, but, uh, yeah, Paul, hey, buddy, how's it going, man? Right on. We're talking about Rocky IV from the Rocky Anthology series. So, yeah, you can... See how well built, like well built, like uh, Ivan Drago is. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Um, it was pretty brutal for Stallone, uh, Dolph Lundgren, and Carl Weathers to make like uh, Rocky Four. So, and I posted several clips of uh, the movie, the trailer on my blogcast page and the Facebook page. Uh, plus Dolph Lundgren and Sly Stallone revisiting like uh, Rocky IV, going over that, uh, going over their moves and everything. It's a pretty interesting interview, so check it out. I posted it on like my uh, blogcast on the blogcast page, and my Facebook page. So, all right. Um, so, mm, mm, all right. <coughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Got to get that in there. This is a number two Habana cigar. Um, all right. Mm. Oh. Mm, all right. So, anyways, yeah. Um, now, all right. I'll pick, I guess I should put this over here. Uh, tonight's beer. All right. So, as we leave that in the past, I got, like I said, I got the movie on right now. And it's at the point where it's the press conference between, like, Apollo Creed and Ivan Drago, everybody's like, adrenaline is pumped, uh, you know, hormones, like, um, oh God, what's the word, uh, the aggressiveness, the testosterone is just flowing right now, so, um, yeah, so, anyways, what's the beer, glad you, I'm glad you asked me that, Paul, it is called Mission to Mars, it is an APA, it's by the Grey Matter Brewing Company in King Carden, Ontario, Canada, um, and I'm, oh yeah, accompanying it is uh, Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey. So, um, all right, mm. all right. So, this is a good beer. Um, mm. It's light taste. It, it tastes light. The impressions I get are I get like um, it's a pale ale. Like it's a light pale ale. And it's good for spring summer. I gave it a rating out of ten later on in the blogcast. Um, mm. Oh yeah, yeah, you are. All oh, right, on. Definitely check out like Gray Matter Brewery. Um, I, like I said, I give this a rating out of ten later on in the blogcast. You have to stick around to see what I rate it. But it's a good spring and summer summer beer. Um, for those times you like, you're just sitting out in your back patio. You know, you. Shooting the shit with like uh, with 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 your homies, and so, mm. Mm. yeah, a light beer, light beer. So, all right, 
All right. Oh, yeah. Random bongo solo there. All right. So, anyways, we get to our, we get to our this TV show, this classic TV show, season one of Knight Rider. Um, there's there's the cast right there. Uh, 22 episodes. It debuted September 26, 1982. Went uh, until May 6, 1983. So we've got David Hasselhoff as Michael Long slash Michael Knight. Uh, William Daniels, who's not shown, who's the voice of Kit. We'll get to Kit later on. Edward Mulhair, this guy, who plays Devin, Malia, Devin Miles, the leader of FLAG, the Foundation for Law and Government. Patricia McPherson, right here, who plays uh, bon Dr. Bonnie Barstow, Kit's chief technician. So, anyways. All right, so now we've got season one of Knight Rider. Um, if you're familiar... Everybody's familiar with Knight Rider. The premise, self-made billionaire Wilton Knight uh, rescues Detective Mi Lieutenant Michael Long after a near-fatal gunshot to his face. He gives Michael a new identity through plastic surgery and a new name, Michael Knight. Michael, uh, choose, Wilton chooses Michael to be his field agent for his new public justice organization, FLAG, the Foundation for Law and Government. Michael has teamed up with Kit, uh, Night Industries 2000, heavily modified, technically advanced, Pontiac Firebird Trans Am with uh, so many features like a durable shell and frame. I'm not going to get in to the features that uh, Kid has. He's got super pursuit mode, um, heavily surveillance, all this surveillance stuff where he can listen in on conversations. He can, uh, he can like uh, foretell like Michael's location and all that. So anyways... Now, all right, so with the DVD here, we'll open it. Um, all right. So anyways, I've watched it. I watched season one DVD. They've got like, um, now NBC premiered the first season of Knight Rider on Sunday night, September 26th, the whole two-hour um, season premiere of uh, Night of the Phoenix, now pilot. So... That is, and then later, and then after that, they put it in the 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. time slot on Friday nights, which, holy shit, like, that was, its main competition um, was from uh, ABC, had the greatest American hero. Uh, it was up against the greatest American hero, the third and final season of it on ABC, and da the fifth season of Dallas on CBS. Um, and I, I don't think as a network programmer I would have done, done that. But uh, it, uh, yeah, like um, when they moved that to the 9 p.m., 10 p.m., no show survived that time slot because of Dallas. Dallas kept kicking everyone's, any show that went up in that, uh, oh, what do we got here? So, any show that went up against that that, that Dallas in that time slot, like, was just slaughtered. But um, Knight Rider became the second highest NBC show um, and would move NBC into first place, like, back when there were three, like, networks, NBC, ABC, and CBS. And, they were, and it, it moved, it helped move NBC into the first place into the net, into the, uh, 
in, into the three network race. So, but yeah, like um, my favorite episodes from like uh, like there we go. There's Mr. Michael Knight and all his like pouty glory. There's the real star of the show. The real star of the show is Kit. Um, we've got 23 episodes, Night of the Phoenix, Deadly Maneuvers, Good Day at White Rock. Um, plus, like, we've, you've got your special features on this DVD, like Commentary with David Hasselhoff and writer-creator, the legendary Glenn Larson. Um, you know, Trust Doesn't... Okay. Uh, now, we've got... It also has, like, Knight Rider Under the Hood, where it shows Kit's special abilities. Um... So, yeah. So you've got this, like, uh, three-disc. Uh, Blue Pinch Gallery, Kit's Owner's Manual. Pretty cool DVD. Um, you've got a bonus, you've got a bonus disc on here, disc on here. Knight Rider 2000, the movie sequel. Um, now... My favorite episode, Night of the Feet, like I said, the two-hour premiere. Uh, Michael along is shot and left for dead. So Michael, and he turns into Michael Knight, courtesy of Wilton Knight. Um, the number nine episode, Trust Doesn't Rust. Um, episode nine, two thieves break into the flag warehouse. They reactivate and uh, steal car. Knight automated roving robot, the, the pre-prototype to Kit. Um, you know who voices that car? Is Peter Cullen. Now, you're, that name might, might not be familiar, but it might be familiar to Transformers fans. As Peter Cullen was a voiceover actor, and he voiced the uh, Optimus Prime, the Transformer Optimus Prime. Um, Michael and Kit, as usual, have to take down car. Um, now, in the overview, the series overview in the first season, Michael and Kid investigate nuclear weapons thefts. They take on a biker gang. They protect a senator. They investigate espionage at a software company. They take on a group of uh, corrupt cops. And so, but um, like I said, uh, as 1982 technology goes, um, the the uh, you know the Glenn Larson who was also the creator of Battlestar Galactica stole the the moving like you know with kits like front front eye like uh, from the Cylons and Battlestar Galactica now <clears throat> the guest stars in season one um, Mark Alamo uh, you might not know him but you might know him from like uh, he's a veteran character actor he played like a Cardassian in Star Trek Lance Legault veteran character actor Lance Legault um, who played Colonel Decker on the A-Team and various others. He was a former member of, uh, of uh, Elvis Presley's Memphis Mafia. Um, stars in like the first two-hour like uh, pilot episode, Night of the Phoenix. So, um, oh yeah, like uh, and Richard Anderson who portrayed like uh, is also guest stars guest starred on this. Um, he played like uh, Dr. Oscar Goldman in The Six Million Dollar Man. So yeah, like they put it on. Like I said, it. I'm not gonna get into what Kit does or what, so, but he's got Super Pursuit mode. 
uh, enhanced surveillance uh, equipment. Um, what else? Oh God, he's got. Um, Tech, like uh, weapons, shit like that. Like, I mean, we all, like I said, I'm not going to get into what Kit does. You, you Knight Rider fans, you uh, uh, fanboys, fangirls, all know what Kit does. Like I said, Super Pursuit mode, um, armored, armored uh, plated uh, casing, um, surveillance, uh, weapons. Advanced Weapons for 1982 for the Foundation of Law and uh, for Law and Government. So, all right. Of course, and I posted like uh, several uh, clips from the season one of Knight Rider plus an overview of Kit on the blogcast page and the Facebook my Facebook page. So check them out. Mm. All right. Mm. Oh, I've got to relight this thing again. All right, go. So. Mm. <coughs> all right, so, um, all right, before we move on here, this blog, I want to reiterate to everybody out there, this blogcast is in spam. The live version, the audio version of this podcast will go out, uh, blogcast will go out later on Radio Public, Spotify, Pocket Cast, wherever you listen to your Google Podcast. I want to say hi to everybody in the Knight Rider groups, the Hasselhoff groups, the pro wrestling groups, craft beer, pop culture, Van Halen. Um, all right. So, anyways, what what do you got going on here? So, oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Hmm. All right. There we go. Posted to do a few more groups there. Mm, all right. Mm, all right. Mm, yeah, don't. There we go. <coughs> all right. So, uh, Metalhead Nation. All right. There we are. All right. Ooh, what? There we are. All right. So, um, yeah, like I said, like uh, any 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 show that and it was amazing because like uh, any show that NBC put in or any any network put up against 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. time slot against Dallas because Dallas was the ratings runaway success for CBS ultimately like faded away or died. But Knight Rider changed helped change the course of NBC. NBC like back when there were three networks and ABC and CBS. They put it, it helped put NBC to number one um, from number three. So that was amazing. So yeah, hmm, hmm. And unless yeah, all right. So hmm, bongo solo. All right. So there we are. Um, all right. So ah. Uh, all right, our craft beer for tonight for anybody joining us late in the game, and I'm uh, chasing it down with Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey. Um, it is, mm, mm, yeah, uh, it is. Eight, 
Mission to Mars APA by the Grey Matter Brewing Company in Kincardine, Ontario. Um, and uh, yeah, mm. it is a light beer, light hoppy, um, hop driven pale ale, spring, summer, and fall beer. Uh, when you're out on the butt on the back deck with your uh, with the boy with the with, with your peeps with your posse shooting the shooting the breeze you know having a barbecue mm. it, it would go good with fish fish and steak so and I give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blog cast so all right so we've got our one-hit wonders if anybody remembers this band from uh, from 1988, uh, they're called Slick Toxic, and here's their best-known LP, Doing the Nasty. Um, we've got a better, all right, let's take this apart here. Um, all right, so there's a better photo of the band right there. Um, got Nick Walsh, the singer, Kevin Harrison, the drummer, Rob Bruce, the guitarist, Rob Bruce, Kevin Gale, the bass player, uh, Pat Horwath, there we go, there you are, Rob Bruce on guitars, uh, Neil Busby on drums, um, let's see there, and we've got Patrick Horwath on bass, uh, Kevin Gale guitars, and our pretty boy, Nicholas Walsh on lead vocals, there you are, right there, so, but, uh, yeah, they were, like, uh, formed in Toronto in 1988. Uh, Capitol Records signed them. They, they had, like, uh, their EP, like, Smooth and Deadly. Uh, 1992, though, however, Doing the Nasty. Um, this album reached gold status, 500,000 copies, number 61 on the Canadian charts. They did a North American tour. Um, 1993, they were the Juno winner. Uh, hard Rock Album of the Year, uh, 1993 Much Music Video Award for Best Metal Video, White Lies, Black Truth, um, People's Choice Award, they were openers for Black Sabbath, Kim Mitchell, Yingve Malmsteen, Faster Pussycat, 5440, Tragically Hip and Spinal Tap. Now, 1994, as we all know, um, from 1991 and up, uh, grunge music took over and destroyed hair metal. And that's what these guys were considered, hair metal. Now, um, they had their time. Uh, an unfortunate incident in the 1994 Juno Awards party. Pat Horwath got drunk and he steals the limousine. He trashes it. He was fired from the band. Um, EMI Records dropped the band. They were signed by A&M Records. Uh, in 1994, The Irrelevant, second LP. Uh, their second album fails to chart. Um, uh a M drops the band, the band breaks up, still no reunion plans, um, the band, okay, what do we got here, um, the band, uh, breaks up, like I said, no reunion plans, uh, the, all the band members go their separate ways, Nick Walsh starts a, uh, um, another band called Revolver, we, I don't know what went on with that, but let's see, like, the band here, they go through, they usually, their first album, they thank um, Sven Galley. They thank the Gasworks, which is a popular bar in uh, Toronto, until it closed down. Uh, let's see. 
do, 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 do. Eric Chevalier, da, 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 da. They want to, all right. So keeping us on the road. Um, this was recorded at Phase One Studios in Toronto, Canada, mixed in Los Angeles, California. Um, so all songs written and arranged by Slick Toxic. Um, you know what? I can't help but think that this band, I don't have a picture, like, doesn't this guy look exact? Don't they look exactly like Skid Row? I mean, come on. They, they, sort of Nick Walsh does his pretty boy pose here. There they are. They look more like, yeah, they do. They look like Sebastian Bach, Skid Row. So, but as always with like grunge music, when grunge music came in, it's bands like Slick Toxic that were, um, that were pushed aside. So it's too bad because Slick Toxic was a good band. And I posted like uh, Hell of a Time and White Lies Black Truth on my blogcast page and the Facebook page. So here we go. There's the band right there. You know, they're black and white glory, the bad boys. So they're pretty broken up today. Like I said, no reunion plans whatsoever. And so, yeah. I posted like, uh, all right. I posted Hell of a Time and White Lies Black Truth on my blogcast page and the Facebook page, along with like, uh, um, oh God, uh, the, um, oh shit. Mm. 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 <coughs> the uh, Power Hour, uh, the American version of the Power Hour on MTV with like Ricky Ratman, the interview with him. So, but. That's too bad. They were a good band, uh, but they were wiped out by the grunge scene. Mm. All right. Mm. <clears throat> All right. So, anybody joining us late in the game? Um, mm. All right. So, my craft beer for tonight, the craft beer for tonight is called Mission to Mars APA. And uh, trying it for the very first time on here. But uh, it's a light... Like I said, the group, here's what we go. Here's what so the can says. Even the most accomplished explorer needs a way to calm their nerves for a treacherous voyage. Mission to Mars gives forward-looking adventures a hop-driven pale ale to fuel their journey. Highlighting hops from Europe and North America, this APA is an adventure in itself. So, mm. it is a spring-summer fall beer. Uh, good goes good. Would go good with, like, salmon, fish. Or steak, a light hop driven beer. Uh, give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blogcast. So, um, mm. when you're out there, best when you're like uh, with, with your homies, with your group, uh, sitting on the back deck on the patio, just, uh, you know, hey, hanging out. Mm. All right, so. Oh, yeah. I've got Rocky Floor on here. Training montage. He's like all natural, you know, just buffing it up. Uh, well, uh, uh, Ivan Drago gets the most technologically advanced equipment ever and just pumps himself full of steroids. So, anyways. Alright, random bongo solo. Alright. So... Um, want to reiterate this blogcast is not spam. 
well, the we go out, the audio version will go out later on Spotify, Radio Public, or uh, wherever you listen to your audio podcast. I want to say hi to everybody in the Rocky, Sylvester Stallone groups, the Night Rider, Hasselhoff groups, uh, Port Elgin, Sarnia, uh, Lizard, Stokes, uh, pop culture groups, the Van Halen groups, the glam metal groups, craft beer, cigar groups, pro wrestling groups, right on. So, this Big Jim Blogcast Live, version 3.0, episode 202. So, alright, now it's time for my most favorite part of the blogcast. This week in Van Halen history. All right, there you go. Ah, uh, here we go. Uh, mm. All right. So, all right. Uh, October 18th, 1981, Van Halen played the uh, uh, Chesapeake Dome in St. Louis, Missouri. October 18th, 1988, Van Halen played the Centrum in Worcester, Massachusetts. T October 19th, 1995, David Lee Roth Blues Busting Mambo Slammers plays Bally's in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, October 19, 2013, Edward Van Halen gives a custom guitar to photographer Chris Amuso. October 19, 2013, David Lee Roth is featured in a 2013 sumo wrestler documentary by the Kanishiki website. Um, October 20, 1978, uh, Van Halen opens for Black Sabbath at Kid Cabal, France, in the Palace de Grotz. Uh, October 20th, 1982, Van Halen played the Spectrum in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. October 20th, 2019, Eddie Van Halen and Wolfgang Van Halen attend a Tool concert. A Tool fan asked Edward Van Halen to fo photograph him and the band together. This fan did not know who Edward Van Halen was. And when it was pointed out, he pointed, <laughs> Wolfgang Van Halen thought that was pretty funny. And pointed that uh, fan out to who Edward Van Halen really was. So, October 21st, 1984, Van Halen played the Seattle Center in Washington, D.C. October 21st, 1988, Van Halen played the Scope Arena in Norfolk, Virginia. October 22nd, 1996, Van Halen released their Best of Volume 1 uh, CD. Um... October 22, 1982, Van Halen Day is declared in Worcester, Massachusetts by Mayor Sarah Robertson before Van Halen played the Spectrum. October 22, 1986, Van Halen played the Center in Seattle, Washington. October 23, 1997, David Lee Roth releases his biography, Crazy from the Heat. October 23, 1986, David Lee Roth plays the Center in plays the Omni, Atlanta, Georgia. October 24, 1980. 1980, Van Halen played the Civic Coliseum, Civic Coliseum in Knoxville, Tennessee. So, all right. And that is all for this week in Van Halen history. Right on. So, okay. All right. So, all right. Got a good cigar going. It is, oh, what do we got here? So, all right. Mmm. 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 Mm. All right. Mm. All right. Mm. Random bongo solo there for everybody who uh, wanted it. Um, all right. I want to reiterate uh, that the blogcast here, the audio, we're not spam. Like us, share us, subscribe to us. 
The blogcast is not spam. The audio version will go out later on on, on uh, Spotify, Radio Public, or wherever you're listening to your uh, audio podcasts. So, mm. all right. Mm. Want to say hi to everybody in the uh, Port Elgin Sarnia Group, Brown Foundation, Stokes Inland, Lizard Bar, Pop Culture, Van Halen Groups, the Glam Metal Groups, the Craft Beer Cigar Groups, um, Star Wars Groups, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone, Knight Rider, Hasselhoff Groups, right on. You rock. And so, um, all right. Mm. Mm. <coughs> all right. It is broadcast episode 202. So now we get to this gentleman right here. Uh, Rick Bog, the late Rick Bogner. Best known as a fake Razor Ramon, but we'll get to that in a minute. So anyways, anywho. Um, now, born January 17th, 1970. Um, he was 272 pounds, six foot, six foot six inches. Trained by Dr. Hito and Tokyo Joe Dingo. Now, he debuted in 1988, retired in 2001. Now, 1988, he debuts in the Canadian Indie Feds, uh, CIWF and the CNWA, and Japanese promotion of Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. He is he's known then as Big Titan. He wins the FMAW Championship for 15 days. Uh, wins the F FMAW Tag Team Championship with the Gladiator, April 21st, 1994. Now, December 9th, 1984 was his last match for FMW, listening to the Gladiator. Uh, in 1995, he joins like the Indie Fed War. Uh, 1996, he joins ECW as Big Titan. Now, stays there until 1997. Now, 1997, he joins the WWE, and he debuts as the fake Razor Ramon. He's introduced by Jim Ross. It's a part story. It is a storyline mocking Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. This guy, Scott Hall, um, they left for WCW for higher paying paychecks. Um, now, WCW, now, WWE tried to turn Jim Ross into a heel announcer, but that failed. Uh, fake Razor debuted. He, de 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 he defeats Buddy Holly. Uh, the fake Razor Ramon and fake Diesel defeat Barry Horowitz, Aldo Montoya. Rick Bogner as Razor would lose to start losing to Rocky Maivia, Savio Vega, Owen Hart, the British Bulldog. He would make several pay-per-view appearances as the fake Razor Ramon. He would be eliminated by Ahmed Johnson in a Royal Rumble match. Um, now, as you know, as as we all know, if you were watching this around the time. This uh, gimmick had a very short shelf life. Um, Glenn Jacobs, who played the fake Diesel, went on to become, like, uh, repackages Kane. I had found success there as the Undertaker's brother. Um, it, uh, Rick Bogner, it, I, I gotta say, this was the most stupidest angle that the WWE had. Now, Rick Bogner, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but he passed away, um... But anyways, uh, he had a one-year contract with the WWE. Now, as I hate to say it, Rick Bogner didn't have the charisma as Scott Hall did in the Razor Ramon gimmick. WWE owns the Scott owns the Razor Ramon gimmick. So when Scott and the Diesel gimmick, 
So when uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash left for WCW, they couldn't take their gimmicks along with them. So, but um, Bogner, after he left WWE, um, he joins New Japan Pro Wrestling. He joins NWO Japan. He suffers a neck injury. He wrestles on a couple of tours, but retires to retire from wrestling in April of 1999. Now, he returned to wrestling in 2012 for Calgary CNWA Mega Expo. His last match was with uh, was for, with a tag team with uh, Rome Dante to defeat Kenny Andrews and Kenny Dahl. Now, unfortunately, Rick passed away on September 20th, 2019 from a heart attack at age 49. Uh, he also had a career as a motivational speaker outside, and he was pretty successful too. But it was too bad he was saddled with like re trying to replace Scott Hall as Razor Ramon. So um, it was just, it, I, I thought that it was the most dumbest idea ever that the WWE had. Uh, it ranks right up there with the Red Rooster, with the Gobbledygooker, um, with like uh, any other gimmick. Um, Bogner was like, a, he was a competent wrestler, but he just didn't have the, the, the charisma that Scott Hall did to carry off the, uh, the, 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 the fake Razor Ramon gimmick. And as always, like I said, the gimmick had a short shelf life. There we go, Rick Bogner, the fake Razor, Scott Hall, the real Razor Ramon. And incidentally... When Eric Bischoff, head of WCW, saw that angle, when he heard that like uh, they were going almost going to go back to the WWE, um, they got Scott Hall got a nice pay bump from WCW. Well, hey, who wouldn't take it? So the fake Razor, the real Razor Ramon. Um, all right. So yeah, like I said, that was just like a really <coughs> stupid gimmick. It's a really dumb idea. A waste of Rick Bo the late Rick Bogner's talents. Oh. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Relight this thing again. Hmm. 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 <coughs> All right. So... Yeah, we got Rocky IV on there to start the exhibition belt between Ivan Drago and and uh, Rocky Balboa. Mm. All right. Ah, mm. nice, tasty. This is a Habana Number no. Two from uh, Riverfront Cigars in Sarnia, Ontario. Uh, I want to reiterate that this broadcast is not spam. The audio version will go later on Radio Public, Spotify, Breaker Audio, or wherever you listen to your audio podcast. Give shouts out to everybody watching the Port Elgin, Sarnia groups, any other group, Lizard's Bar, Grill, Stokes Inland, the Pop Culture groups, Craft Beer and Cigar groups, Pro Wrestling groups, the Glam Metal groups, the Van Halen groups, the Rocky Balboa, Sylvester Stallone, Knight Rider, David Hasselhoff groups, Star Wars, Sci-Fi groups. Shouts out to you guys. This is Big Jim Blogcast Live, version 3.0, episode 202. It is Sunday, October 24th, 2021. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> All right. The craft beer for tonight, I'm chasing it down with Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey. Um. Mm. Mm. All right. 
The craft beer for tonight is called Mission to Mars. Um, there's the, there it is. It's a nice APA. It is by the Grey Matter Brewing Company. I got their glass too, right on, in Kincardine, Ontario, Canada. So, hmm. I give it a rating out of ten later on in the blogcast. Now, it's light, hoppy, spring, good spring summer beer. Um, good for when you're out in the back patio with your buddies, like uh, after a baseball game or after a sporting event. Goes good with steak and fish. I can feel it right now. Mm. And I've got a backup one. Mm. It's really good. So I do give it a rating. I'll give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blogcast. So, all right. Um, and I posted several of, like, uh, the fake Razor Ramones interviews and matches on my blogcast page and the Facebook page. Oh. Hmm. All right. So, random bongo solo there. All right. So, yeah. Blogcast is episode uh, 202, Sunday, October 24, 2021. Thank you for ending your long weekends with us. Um, all right. Hmm. So, we move on now. We've got our, like... Uh, Hockey card hero here. Here's like uh, Mr. Matt Molson. Here's his like hockey card. All right, there we go. So, oh yeah, born uh, November 1st, 1983, in North York, Ontario, Canada. He's 37 years old, six foot one, 210 pounds. Now, with his junior career, he started playing hockey for uh, Arendelle. Double uh, A York Toros, the Triple A North York Canadians, the Triple A Mississauga Senators, Triple A Markham Islanders, the Triple A Mississauga Reps, and the Midget Double A Mississauga Braves of the Greater Toronto Hockey League. Now he signed with the with the Guelph Dominators Junior B Hockey Club, um, Ontario Hockey League for the 2001, 2000, 2002 seasons. Now he attended Cornell University to play for the Big Red Hockey Team of the ECAC Hockey Conference. So his pro career, now September 1st, 2006, he signed with like, the LA Kings as a free agent, entry-level contract, sent down to the Kings minor team, um, the Markham uh, of the AHL, where he amassed 57 points in 77 games. In the 07-08 season, November 2nd, 2007, he made his NHL, NHL debut against the San Jose Sharks uh, over a 5-2 victory. July 6, 2009, he signs a one-year contract with the New York Islanders. Does nothing of note, really. January 27, 2011, signs a three-year, $9.5 million contract extension with New York. But uh, October 27, 2013, he was traded to the Buffalo Sabres. Um... First year as a Sabre, he scores two goals in a 4-3 loss against the Dallas Stars. March 5, 2014, he's traded to the Minnesota Wild. January, July 1, 2014, he returns to the Buffalo Sabres. Signs a five-year five $25 million contract. 2015-2016 uh, season, he masses 14 goals and 18 assists. December 4, 2017, he's placed on waivers by the Sabres. They sent him down to the... AHL team, the Ontario Reign. 
July 24, 2019, he signs a one-year contract with the Hershey Bears. Recently selected as captain of the 2020 AHL All-Star Classic team. Now he signs a contract with the Bears again for the 2020-2021 season in the AHL. So, um, and that's your hockey card hero, Matt Molson. So there we go. Here's his hockey card stats on the back here. Um, moved around from the Kings, the Islanders, the Sabres. Um, only the 14 markers with the main advantage. He scored for the Islanders in 2011-2012, ranked higher. Um, all right. So I posted several of his interviews uh, and highlights on my Facebook page and the blogcast page. So check him out. He's quite the brawler, too, for his size. So Mr. Matt Molson, our hockey card hero. So, all right. Hmm. Okay, so, oh yeah, random bongo solo. <laughs> All right, so, mm, mm, mm. <coughs> All right, a number two Habana cigar, uh, Riverfront Cigars in Sarnia, Ontario, Canada. Um, mm. We'd like to reiterate to everybody that, uh, this broadcast is not spam. Um, the audio version will go out later on Spotify, Radio Public, or wherever you listen to your audio podcasts. Um, turn that down a little. Ooh. Like I said, I've got the Rocky Four movie going on. Uh, Rocky and Drago are in there just beating the hell out of each other. So, um, all right. So, hmm, hmm. I want to say hi to everybody in the Port Elgin, Sarnia groups, uh, Lizard's Bar and Grill, um, North Shore Neighborhood, Brown Foundation, um, Port Elgin Rocks, Port Elgin Beach Casino, Sarnia Rocks, you got to love Sarnia 2.0, Stokes Inland, Lizard's Bar, all the pop culture groups, all the craft beer and cigar groups, um, Star Wars, Sci-Fi, Pro Wrestling, Van Halen, Glam Metal groups, uh, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone groups, the Knight Rider, David Hasselhoff groups, Right on, people. Shouts out to you guys. So, mm. Mm. All right. So, our craft beer tonight, and I'm chasing it down with Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey. Um, it's pretty, oh, yeah, smooth Tennessee Honey. Mm. All right. The craft beer for tonight, it is called, oh, yeah, let me see that. Mission to Mars, APA. Uh, pour the rest of that in there. Oh, yeah. And it is a light. All right. So, mm. it is, I give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blogcast. Mm. Mm. Got their glass right here, Gray Matter Brewing Company. It's a light beer. It's a light, hoppy, hop-driven beer. Uh, like I said, spring, summer, and fall beer. Um, if you're in and around King Carden, check out uh, check out the the Gray Matter Brewing Company. This this goes would go good with like um, with like fish, like salmon or trout. Um, yeah, like uh, when you're on a fishing expedition, or when you're out in the back patio with your with your buddies, like uh, hanging out after a a game, a ball game, or a or 
coming from the beach, you know. Um, mm. <clears throat> Good spring and summer and fall beer. And I do give it a rating out of 10 later on in the blog cast, so stick around for that. Um, it, uh, yeah, when you're in King Carden, check out the Grey Matter Brewing Company. So, um, mm, what else? Okay, so, mm, all right. So, now we check this guy. All right, we've got the, uh, this is the Death Squad Commander from Star Wars. Um, now, he, it's a uniform. I didn't take it out of the box because, as you well, you as you Star Wars fanatics well know, it's much more valuable inside the box. Inside the box. So, anyway, like a back history of this, when the Death Star came closer to being finished and operational, Grand Muff Tarkin created a specially trained fighting force that were taken from the best of the Imperial Navy troopers. Now, once their training was completed, the new Death Star troopers would serve in a variety of roles, which included combat and non-combat. Um, combat and non-combat positions throughout the Death Star. The training, uh, their training taught them skills in enhanced combat and independent command training. So, Death Star troopers were loyal to Tarkin and the Imperial Navy. Uh, Death Squad. Death Squad, sorry, Death Squad Troopers advanced training meant that they served in command positions and wore distinctive uniforms. Now their duties, uh, they were in support roles, they guarded detention blocks, they controlled the deflector shields, they mastered the sensor arrays, they handled hangar traffic control, they even handled the Death Star super laser at times. Now their standard uh, uniform uh, black, you can see the, the swooping helmet, uh, black helmet, the black gloves on here, and for a closer look, uh, the black gloves, the black boots. Um, some Death Star, Death Squad trooper commanders lacked a sidearm, uh, but they were given, given a sidearm. Um, now, there's the sidearm right there, as you can see it. Um, it was a DH-17 uh, blaster pistol, which like uh, was armor-piercing, which was your standard. Like uh, Han Solo had one of these too. Now, after the Death Star was destroyed, uh, the Death Squad troopers moved throughout the um, Imperial Navy, throughout the fleet, uh, and they served also on the second Death Star too, like uh, the to its completion, to its destruction there. Now, there we go. Yeah, there's your standard like uh, Death Squad uh, commander uniform right there. The swooping helmet, the utility belt, the black uh, gloves, the black boots, all for like uh, enforcing the uh, Grand Muffs Tarkin um, rule there, the Tarkin doctrine. So there we go. And I posted like. Uh, I posted several, like, uh, Death Squad uh, Trooper, like, uh, videos, highlights of, of what they do, their history, their overall history on the, uh, on, on the blogcast page and the Facebook page there. So, check it out. All right. 
Random, oh yeah, random boom, boom. Random bongo solo there for everybody. Oh yeah, and I'm nearing the end of the, it's like the Rocky Four. It's, in, it's the Rocky Ivan Drago bout there. Mmm. Mmm. <coughs> Rocky's pretty much tiring out like, uh, like Drago. Drago's all like, uh, bruised and bloodied, so is like Rocky. I mean, now the crowd's getting on the, on Rocky's side, so, but, uh, hmm, all right, so, all right, everybody, I want to reiterate, uh, I'll give you a motivational quote here. Life becomes easier when you learn to accept the apology you never got. Here's the, okay, I'll, I'll repeat that again. Life becomes easier when you learn to accept the apology you never got, and that's by unknown, so... All right. Mm. <clears throat> Good cigar here. It is a number two Habana from the uh, Riverfront Cigar in Sarnia, Ontario, Canada. Um, oh, yeah. So I'm almost going to rate this beer. We're chasing it down with, like, first of all, I want to wait. Like, this broadcast is not spam. The audio version will go out later on on Radio Public, Spotify, Pocket Cast, wherever you listen to your Google Podcast. Want to say hi to everybody in the uh, Port Elgin groups like Port Elgin Rocks, Beach Casino, North Shore Neighborhood, Brown Foundation, What's Up Sarnia, Sarnia Rocks, Stokes Inland, Lizard Bar, Pop Culture groups, um, all the craft beer and cigar groups, the Van Halen groups, the pro wrestling groups, um, Star Wars sci-fi group, Pop Culture, Rocky, Balboa, Sylvester Stallone, Knight Rider, David Hasselhoff groups, you guys rock. So, anyways... Uh, chasing down tonight's beer with Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey. So, oh, and it's really good. Mmm. Mmm. Now, I'm going to top this beer up. Mmm. Oh, yeah. So, um, and if you're in King Carden, check out the uh, Grey Matter Brewery. So, topping it up. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Mmm. It is Mission to Mars, APA. It is by the Grey Matter Brewing Company in King Carden, Ontario, Canada. So, um, I'm getting, oh yeah. A light hoppy, hop-driven beer. Um, it goes good with, I feel it will go good with fish, like salmon. Smoked salmon, um, or steak, barbecued steak. Um, or any, like, uh, or when you're out in, and it's good. It's a spring, summer, and fall beer. Good it, when you're out in the back deck, when you're out in your patio with your with your friends. You know, when you're just coming home from a game, a hockey game or a baseball game. You know, you got your like uh, you want to hang out with your buddies on the back deck there. Mm. This is the beer for you. Mm. Mm. All right. So. Alright, I'm about to give it a rating now. So if anybody wants to call it, feel free to do so. Um, surprised myself because I didn't think I'd like this. So, but yeah, there you go. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Great, great beer there. Um, Alright. Mmm. Mmm. Alright. Okay, yeah. Fucking A. 9 out of 10. 
Um, it is, this is the uh, Mission to Mars uh, APA by the Grey Matter Brewing Company in Kincardine, Ontario. Um, oh yeah, right on. So, mm. it, like I said, cheers everybody. Mm. All right, so yeah. Um, now with t-shirts and everything. All right, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kudos. Gotta give you nine out of ten. Gray Matter Brewing Company uh, in Kincardine, Ontario, Canada, for this beer, uh, Mission to Mars, APA. God, kudos, kudos to every. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Um, Chasing it down with like Jack Daniels Tennessee honey. All right. Oh yeah, and great combinations. Not often you get a combination like this. Mm. Um, a good cigar, uh, Jack Daniels Tennessee honey, and a great craft beer. Um, like I said, Mission to Mars, APA, uh, by the Gray Matter Brewing Company in Kincardine, Ontario, Canada. So, yeah. And if you're in Kincardine, like, like station in Kincardine around that area, like my friend Paul, Paul Medeiros, go check them out. Mm. 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 All right. <coughs> okay. So I've gotten emails. I've gotten inquiries, requests, asking me about my T-shirt. Now, all right, if you want a T-shirt like this one or this one, um... This is standard with the logo on it, standard white t-shirt, all right, like this one, or a tank top, or the baseball jersey like this one. Um, you got to, they are, all right, there we go, front and back, all right, or a baby onesie, like this one, so... All right, um, they are 35 bucks a pop. Um, that includes shipping and handling. You, uh, all right, you um, send me an e-transfer, send me a money order, uh, request it through my uh, blogcast page, email me through my blogcast page or Facebook page um, with that, with a money order, e-transfer, whatever. You will say which, uh, which one you want, what kind of t-shirt you want, and I will do my best to get it out to you. It's 35 bucks a pop, four to six weeks for delivery. Um, I, can't, I can't help, I can't speed that up any, any faster. It's because of COVID, so yeah. Um, it, uh, so if you just, yeah, I, like I can't help that, so mm. all right. Mm. <clears throat> and I want to say, like, um, last night, the girlfriend and I, we went to see a movie, Halloween Kills. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it, it, as you uh, Halloween fans out there uh, of the movie series, Jamie Lee Curtis, this one was no different from, it's basically Michael Myers. Will Michael Myers ever die? I don't think so. Um, it's pretty much what you would expect. If you go see it, I don't think I'm giving away any spoilers here of Michael Myers. 
again returns returns to the town. Oh, I forget Haddonfield something Haddonfield. If that was the the um, the town slashes hacks his way through victims, um, bloody gory. That that's the whole Halloween movie series in a nutshell. Um, it was a good popcorn movie, so yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So reiterate. Um, Want to give like? Uh, all right. Our quote: Life becomes easier when you learn to accept the apology you never got. That's unknown. By unknown. So yeah. Um, give it a night. All right. So. All right. Good cigar. Hmm. Mm. All right. <clears throat> oh, yeah. One final random bongo solo. All right. So, yeah. All right, people. Um, all right. So, anyway. All right. So, birthday shot mission to Mars, APA. Nine out of ten. Oh, yeah. Good damn beer. So, anyways, all right, what we got here? Um, right on. You're welcome, guys. Gray Matter Brewing Company got back to me. 9 out of 10 on uh, Mission to Mars APA. Um, happy birthday shout-outs go out to, like, Christian Brown, Patty Neely, Deb Thompson, Rod Weed, uh, Tammy Mitchell, Steve Brown, Luke Burton, uh, Greg Johnston, uh, Suzanne Neely, Crystal Weaver, Brett Kingswell, Matt Maholland, John, or Al Moore, um, Pete St. Pierre, Cindy Durston, Shelley Dudgeon, Matthew Kersey, um, the Rocky, uh, the Rocky Four Anthology. Um, we did the first season of Knight Rider. All right. Oh yeah, first season of Knight Rider. Mm. All right. Um, forgotten band, Slick Toxic. All right, there we go. Um, this week in Van Halen history, um, our uh, our fake uh, the career of the late Rick Bogner, the fake Razor Ramon, um, our hockey car hero Matt Molson, our uh, death squad commander from Star Wars. All right. Um, the quote, life becomes easier when you learn to accept the apology you never got. All right, 9 out of 10 on, a, on, a, on, a, on Mission to Mars APA by the Grey Matter Brewing Company in Concord, Ontario, Canada. All right, people. Um, the T-shirts, shouts out to everybody. Um, this audio pod, the blogcast, I want to give shouts out to everybody watching the Port Elgin groups, Sarnia Group, Brown Foundation, Stokes Inland, Lizard Bar, all the pop culture groups, the craft beer and cigar groups, the pro wrestling groups, the Van Halen groups, the uh, Star Wars sci-fi groups, groups, the Rocky Balboa, Sylvester Stallone groups, uh, the Knight Rider, David Hasselhoff groups. So, all right, be good. Um, and you may or may not see me next weekend with, like, uh, more great stuff. So, all right, people. So, cheers, everyone. And see you later.